Hi there, this is Reverend Tashi and I am so excited about today's episode of Turnaround Thursday. May the Lord speak to us today as we reflect on His Word. Romans chapter 8 and I will read from verse 31 to verse 37. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He did not even spare his own son, but offered him up for us all. How will he not also with him grant us everything? Who can bring an accusation against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is the one who died, but even more, has been raised. He also is at the right hand of God and intercedes for us. Who can separate us from the love of God? Can affliction or anguish or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, because of you, we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than victorious through him who loved us in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us this is the word of the lord let us honor it by saying thanks be to god In today's episode of Turnaround Thursday, I have been reflecting on that question. If God is for us, then who is against us? Who can be against us? Have you ever wondered if God is really there? Have you ever thought, Lord, I know you love me, but sometimes I think you have a strange way of showing it. In other words, have you ever felt like the opposition and trials you are facing feels more present, feels closer than the God who promised never to leave you nor forsake you? The other day, I had a long conversation with a teenager and she said, she calls me auntie, and she says, auntie, sometimes I wonder what I have done to offend God. Because I pray and I and and he doesn't answer. So I just I just stopped praying. I don't feel like praying anymore. Hmm. Let's go deep word diving and see what we come up with. Now in Romans chapter 8, verse 31. If God is for us, if God is for us, what then are we to say? about these things if God is for us this is an expression that 
it's not a hypothetical situation but it is a sure reality that yes my friends God really is for us you know what is true the Old Testament believers had the same assurance the psalmist in Psalm 23 verse 4 says I will fear no evil for thou art with me this I know God is for me that's what the psalmist said in Psalm chapter 56 verse 9 so if God is for us then who 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 can be against us well sometimes I know that the opposition seems like too much the world the flesh Satan secularists false religions enemies so many things come against us so many things oppose us but God's love for us is sure he loves us and he is sovereign God is our shepherd he is the maker of heaven he is creator he is God and he is our shepherd and our Lord if God is for us who can be against us now when we look at verse 32 the Bible says he did not even spare his own son but offered him up for us all how will he not also with him grant us everything well do you remember Abraham and you remember when God instructed Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac well in that case Abraham was permitted to spare his son Isaac but then God did not spare his son if God gave his son for us will he not do the lesser and give us all that is necessary for life and godliness I really do believe that he will so God did not spare his only son would you believe it it is a fact that God loves us and then we go on in verse 33 who can bring accusation against God's elect the fact of the matter is our greatest accuser the accuser of the brethren says the Bible is Satan but then even in the natural we may have numerous accusers but God is the judge and he has already pronounced the final verdict on our accusers isn't that wonderful <laughs> and then verse 34 says who is the one that condemns Christ Jesus is the one who died but even more has been raised he also is at the right hand of God and intercedes for us well we can be sure that no one will be able to condemn us on the last day because of these three things that are important in the text the first thing is that Christ died for us the second thing is that Christ has been raised from the dead 
And the third thing is that he is interceding for us even now. My friend, what is it that you are going through? What is your challenge? What is coming against you? The Lord Jesus Christ raised, risen, the risen or risen Savior is interceding on your behalf, on our behalf. The fact is that God's people have always faced persecutions. In verse 35, who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction or anguish or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword as it is written? Because of you, we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. Nothing at all can separate us from the love of Christ. We are more than conquerors. Get this. We are more than conquerors, not by our own ability. Not because of any good thing that we have done. Not because of the kind of job that we have. Not because of, 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 the God, of God's favor on our life or because we, we may be in a lowly position or a high position. Or that we have somehow done something to warrant this status of being more than a conqueror. No. We are more than conquerors because God loved us. Loved us enough to send his only begotten son to die on the cross for us. That is why we are more than conquerors. Well, let's turn it around. Number one, God really is for us. Number two, God really does love us. Number three, God keeps his word. He says he will always be with us. He means it. He meant it when he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God really is for us. He really does love us. And yes, God keeps his word. So if God be for us, who can be against us? <laughs> Do you know what that means though? This is what it means. Any individual principality or power system and all forms of opposition that could come against you cannot stand in the face of god's sovereignty and are powerless to separate us from god's love could i say that again i'm going to say that again if god be for us who can be against us what does this mean it means that any individual any principality or power any system and all forms of opposition that could potentially come against us cannot stand in the face of god's sovereignty and are they are powerless to separate us from god's love well what is today's turnaround strategy? Since God is for me, I need not fear opposition, disappointment, or setback. He is right there with me. Today's turnaround strategy again. 
Since God is for me, I need not fear opposition, disappointment, or setback. He is right there with me. Do you believe it? Will you claim it? Yeah, he's right there with you, my friend. Let us pray. God Almighty, we come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, this morning, today, on a day like today, we are rejoicing in the fact that you love us. Thank you so much for your love, mighty God. And that there is absolutely nothing that can separate us from the love of God, from your love. Lord, we are mindful that the opposition... And the many things that will come against us are very real and present. But then, you are sovereign. You love us. You are the God of power. You are the God of victory. You are the God who is right there with us in the middle of disappointment, in the middle of setbacks, in the middle of oppositions. So we have no need to fear. This morning we claim your word to us. If God be for us, then who can be against us? Lord, we celebrate you because of the victory that is already ours. In Jesus' name we pray. Can you say amen? Amen. Let's rejoice in the Lord on a day like today. Enjoy his presence. God bless you.